who is a dumbass. Stupid makes me <laughs> It's Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. I don't like it. I'm for everybody. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. Hey. Cross culture. Cross culture. Is who? Cross, Cross culture. culture. Cross culture. How hey. you guys doing? This is Damio. Hi everyone. I am Erica Mona. And this is Cross, Cross culture. culture. Back with another amazing, fantastic episode. Another episode. We're back again. Hello guys. How y'all doing? Hope y'all been doing well. We do hope so, Erica. What was your highlight of the week? Wow, um, highlights. Jesus, this has been a tough week for me. So I'm trying to think. Did I have a highlight? Ah, yeah, yeah. I feel like sometimes I feel like I should have this prepared. Did I have? Did I have a? <laughs> you know what? Um, <laughs> okay. You know what? Um, my child's father and I. I think that you know, is this a lot of. We don't have a toxic relationship, but I would say, you know, we experienced, like, some challenges, you know. And I will say this week has been a week showing that we are partners no matter what. Oh, that's good. You know what I'm saying? But that one. So, <laughs> no, that's good. That's something good. That's something good. So even him, he was like, oh, you know, we had a long conversation on a sunny day. He was like, oh, um. In a for a, you know, it's been a long time since I felt like I had a conversation with a friend. I'm like, oh, okay. I said, like, I'm happy. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. That's cute. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that for you. No, that's beautiful. <laughs> uh, so at least you know, despite whatever, like maybe our personal or you know romantic relationship, but the fact that um, you know regarding our child, we're able to still remain as one, yeah. um, as a unit, um, as a forefront for him. You know that that's a good highlight for me, actually. That we no, don't, we, you know, that I or both of us we didn't allow our, you know, pettiness or whatever to get between that. You know, no facts. That no, all jokes aside, that is really good because you know sometimes I think with um, co-parenting relationships, sometimes people don't have those moments tested, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, they don't realize like it's it's a conditional partnership until later. So that is good that you. Exactly, like, the, this the, is a lifelong thing, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. All right, yeah. That was a highlight. That was a highlight. What about you? Well, for me, I got the same highlight as every teacher in America right now, which is, baby, we have made it. Okay. Bye-bye, children. Summer, it's the summer, end of summer the school time. year. To hell with those children. Bye. Wow, not to hell. At fucking kids. Bye. Damn, so that means daycare teachers, they don't have summer off. Daycare teachers don't have summer off. Yikes. They don't. They don't. So they don't. It, it's, I mean, there's summer hours and it's like summer session in daycares, okay. but it's not the exact same. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's not like me who I'm going to see no children. Right. For like, what, three months? Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Well, it's not three months? Mm-mm. It's not for the summer? Girl, no. It's not three. No, it's not the whole solstice. Okay. It's definitely <laughs> like six weeks only. Yeah. Just six weeks? It's not. No. Extended. Okay. Two months? 
It's just six, it's weeks. six weeks. It's not eight weeks. No. Damn, sorry. I mean, is it sorry? Most working adults don't get any time. I mean, off. okay, that no, that's absolutely that's absolutely true. That is absolutely true. Because I think when crazy. I work my nine to five, even now my regular job, I'm like, damn, I need to give myself days off. Um, okay. But that's good. That's good. At least you, you know, recuperate, rest, relax your mind, your soul, exactly. your body, all that. So that's good. That's I was good. able to keep it cool, keep it cute. Um, but yeah, guys, try to find some highlight of the day and to make you smile. Okay. Yes, ma'am. And Dami, you know how we like to start. We like to start with the hot, 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 hot topic. Hot topics. All right, you guys. So the hot topic we are starting with this week is surviving Diddy. Wow. Yes. Wow. It's Not the time. surviving Diddy part. It's time to talk about it. Okay. So you guys know Diddy, Sean Combs, Sean Puffy, Puff Daddy, all the names that we know Diddy by. There's been a lot of internet chatter about Diddy's grooming of young boys. Diddy's, um, you know, his... His greedy tactics mm-hmm. of stealing money and all of these things. And this week, one of the things that really came to the forefront was Diddy's son, Justin Combs, was arrested on a DUI. And following that arrest, the mother of Justin Combs, Misa Hilton, who is a stylist extraordinaire to the stars. She styled people like Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. She styled um, a lot of different actors and actresses, but she's really most known for being Mary J.'s stylist. Mm-hmm. Um, she is also the mother of Justin Combs. She came out with a bunch of cryptic tweets. She says, I am not protecting no one anymore, just my son. The statement, a fish rots from the head down, means that in addition to being a major contributing factor to a family or organization's success, leadership is also the root cause of its failure and demise. The truth shall set you free. Act bad? Act bad, bad boy. I used to want to be a bad girl. I chose to be a queen, tried and true. I'm not perfect, but I am intentional. So that was... um, part of some of the tweets that Misa Hilton mm-hmm. let out. And it really is starting to me add to this notion of like, what the fuck do Diddy be on? Who is Diddy? What is this man? You know, like I'm telling you on TikTok, there be so many different teas. They actually said, um, what's the the other baby mama that died? Kim? Kim. Kim. They said that she was actually supposed to release like a the tell-all book, book and mm-hmm. that's and then she passed away like woo. And then they said I'll be sure I was supposed to release it, and, and then he that's when really he got that liver. That's when he started getting that liver disease. Yeah, yes. So like, is this man in some spiritual secret cult? What's going on? And you know, they also talk about how you know Usher used to live in him with him as a child. Mm. Um, even Justin Bieber, like how he groomed your man, or even how you see little videos of. Diddy calling guys daddy. <laughs> like, yeah, drink that shit, daddy, type of thing. Is that you know what I'm saying? Um, that even McMill is not comfortable around him. 50 Cent. Now, one thing, I mean, not people like 50 Cent, but 50 Cent don't be lying. He's not a liar. 50 Cent is not a liar. He's and 50 a troll. Cent, he's yes, an asshole. Exactly. He's not lying. But 50 Cent was like, yeah, he don't mess with Buddy. And I remember, you know, I read this book um, by Superhead. Yes. I forgot what her, her real name Corinne is. Corinne Stephens. Yes. And, you know, it's one of those that she she mentioned some um, artist names that she messed with, like um, mm. Ice T and stuff. But some of them she didn't mention their names. Okay. Um, but she did mention, um, she used to mess with Exhibit. 
Um, and they said she said we went to some big party, and typically Diddy was the one who always threw a big party. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the book, she was saying that how um, basically a guy, some random guy, was at a party, just kind of talking. Basically, it, it, long story short, insinuating like Diddy kind of did some things to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even during sex too, it was like. Okay, it was giving something fruity a little bit. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now, wow. she did not say Diddy's name, but it was insinuating to be Diddy. Okay. You know? So, this has been everywhere in the blog. Actually, for years, though. How you know? you when you read this book? Last year, now. Oh, it was last I was, year. No, no, no. I actually, I was quite late on it because the book has been out for a while. Ah. Last year. But definitely, it's been a lot of, like, tea about Diddy. And it's like, I think there's some truth to it. Even one of his former Filipino gay friends, before this recent baby mama and before uh, City Girl that he's with, she said Diddy used to beat her. She actually posted pictures of uh, marks on her face. That's scary as hell. Yeah. I can't, but you know what? Diddy is known to have a temper. That is true. A lot of people, because you know him and Drake got into it. Like, it's not. It's you said Drake? Yeah. Oh, really? It's not new that. That um, Diddy has a temper, and Diddy will exercise that temper in a physical fashion. Yep, to whoever he thinks he can. Now, I know he can't beat City Girl ass. Carisha? No. Nah, Carisha will kill him. Because she's not going to go for it. She'll expose him real quick. She is not going to go for it. But, like, for some quiet Filipino girl that he is um, funding her lifestyle, her Mm. daughter's lifestyle, because she had a three-year-old daughter, too. Mm. Oh, isn't that the girl that Carisha got into it with? The one before? Wait, I think it's that one. Yeah, you know that they were arguing about being Diddy. Yep, It's actually her. Absolutely. It is mm. her. Um... But what do you think? Do you th- do you think there's some truth to this? What do you think about Misa Houston too? You know, this, it's funny. The other day, before all, before Diddy and Carisha was kissing all on social media, I started thinking to myself, like, are Diddy and Carisha physical? Like, do they really actually have sex, mm-hmm. or did we assume that of them? I don't think they have consistent sex. I feel like they've had sex before. They may have done things before, but like, quite frankly. They Diddy. almost don't give like they're in this. It, there's, there's super no sexual, physical relationship. No. Yeah, like Except Diddy's not dicking her down. Exactly. Except for the, the, like maybe two, three days ago when they was kissing all and putting pictures out. But I almost feel like that was intentional. Listen, I feel like, of course, I feel like if Diddy was dicking her down, Carisha would have said it. I mean, I don't even know. if she may not have explicitly said she it, she be trying to allude to something because always on her show she be like, "The best dick I ever got was from a Scorpio," and we all know Diddy's a Scorpio. Girl. But then she has said that it's not Diddy. So the how um, the what's it, the second baby daddy that she has so the producer, had, it gave some type of sexual energy. Yeah, with them you knew that they Besides were. Besides, they had. A, I mean, obviously yeah. they had a baby, but yeah, you knew that they was on it, and it was just the way she felt about him too. Yeah. Girl, that was boom. her man for real. Like Girl. Diddy, it almost feel like she they just are getting a mutual he is not digging bargaining her chip. But to go to what um what's her name? Misa said mm-hmm. I will say this. I feel that with Misa, for her to put the full blame on Diddy is like, well then where the hell was you as a mom? Like I, what happened? I think you know, I think with this situation with Misa, it's one of those like, okay, because he's lived with his mom. I Facts. think, you know, I think it's one of those, like, okay, you're done with college, you want to live with daddy, go live with your dad. Yes. That's what the situation gives. So now she's just like, damn, I should have just had him stay with me and said no with but you. But at his big dad. age, if he, if he went to go live with his daddy by, because I think by high school he was living with him. Because I remember the situation when Diddy beat up his football coach. 
Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. His high, his football coach because he ain't like he ain't started some stupid shit like that, and you know, and then soon after Justin stopped playing football. Whoever knows what happened, but to me, I feel like Justin is almost thirty. Justin is our peer. Damn. Justin is our peer. It's not mm-hmm. like he, you know, uh, Christian is younger than Justin. Mm-hmm. So it's like, at a certain age, just something my brother told me, at a certain age, it's not about how your parents raise you, it's about the choices you're making. And Absolutely. I think that, yeah, Diddy might promote some sort of, you know, have a fast lifestyle, but I don't think in any of his lifestyles he promotes DUIs. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is something that is unilaterally on him. Like, to me, I feel like of all his kids, Justin feels, like, the most, like, spoiled, the most, like, oh, my daddy's ditty, so I can do what I want, mm-hmm. and whatever, whatever. And I feel like that was just his mindset, that my father is rich, I want to do that. And if she really feels, like, that strongly about it, then, like, I don't know, I feel like as a mom, that was on you to instill that on him before he was 30. But I think, as as you just said, with as your brother making that statement, because after a while, no matter how much your parents are still stuff on you... You know, I mean, because there's certain things that we know we have done on the low that we know, like, a mom was sort of not to do type of thing. Mm. So it's just like... I, <laughs> what the hell? No, I was, I was agreeing. Like, mm. I was agreeing. I was that agreeing. wasn't... Uh, <laughs> I was... <laughs> okay, don't let me say us. Anyway, um, but I, I don't want to... I think I'm more of like, I don't want necessarily always blame the blame of the mom or blame put the blame on any of the parent because I'm standing on the fact that he's an adult. Facts. He's a big. This is not like a teenager. Like, oh, he's sixteen and seventeen. Where it's just like, okay, even King is like twenty four now. Which King? How old is King? King is like nineteen. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Anyway, but it's not even like he's a teenager. Where I'm like, okay, we're gonna blame the parents, but he's a grown man. So it's just like, after a while, you learn that no matter how much you instill in this kids, they're gonna do what they want to do. It does seem like he's lost. Um, maybe I don't know what the hell is going on. Um, but I feel like until recently, none of these kids really lived with him. They all lived with the mom. You know what I'm saying? Not till Kim passed away. Mm. That's when you see more, you know, Diddy with the kids, and the twins, and the boys, whatever. But they all lived with the mom. Even, yeah. you know, Justin, he was with his mama. Um, Quincy, well, Kim, the other uh, in-between girl. I Chance. Think, the mom. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. I just don't remember her name. But, yeah, you know, so... I don't know, because she was also trying to say that, oh, he has a liquor company, uh, you know, a liquor. Oh, the Daily On line. So I that's do also think that promoting whatever. So it's just like, I feel like there's a deeper thing to it. I think for there's sure. There's something deeper to what she to what she's putting out. And it's, for me, I'm, with this type of situation, celebrity, say what you want to see. Yeah. Stop I, doing those. Those half-assed cryptic Innuendo, messages. whatever. Say what you want to say. I definitely feel like with Diddy, Diddy for sure, when I think of Diddy, I think of parties. I think of bad boy. I think of, you know what I mean? Like Diddy is definitely the quintessential like New York promoter. And maybe the fun dad. He be outside. You know what I'm saying? He does the shit he wants to do. He likes parties. He likes outings. And I feel like Diddy makes a way for those things. Now, I, I don't, you know, I mean, I don't know Diddy, but I do feel like for her to bring up all this rent, bad boy, act bad, ooh, that's childish. Yeah. That's, to me, that's childish to bring up. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that don't got nothing to do with how your son is being. Like, it really just has nothing to do with it. And if you really want to make a statement, if you really want to be involved, then be involved. So make a statement. But you can't be saying this about no almost 30-year-old man. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. Justin Combs is too damn old for this crusade. I totally, I completely agree with this. 
Um, so moving on, let's talk about Khalees. Mm. Apparently, she's dating now, mm. which is a good thing because you know her past her husband passed away from cancer. Right. Um, I think was it last year or a year and a half ago? I think yeah. it was about last year. But apparently, they're saying that he is, she is, um, dating Bill Murray. Is this how you say his last Oh, name? Bill Murray, the actor? The actor that was in Ghostbusters. Like Bill, like Bill Murray, Bill Murray? That's crazy. The 72-year-old Bill Murray. And she is 43. And Bill old. Murray looks 72. He looks he not, 72. He's not one of those that's like, they're like oh, you he, he, he looks 72. I don't believe it, though. I don't. I need to see more evidence because they're not showing. Typically, when they say celebrities are dating each other, they would be like, "Oh, TMZ picture. Maybe they're out for dinner." I mean, they were out at an event. Do you have pictures? Show me the the event. I did see the event, but I forgot where I saw it. But I saw where they were out. Like it was like a festival or something, and the picture did not give that they were together. Like they literally took a picture with some other somebody else. Yeah, I think it maybe... Yeah, it wasn't given like, oh, they're in a relationship. However, this is the era where Robert De Niro and Al Pacino... 82. I having babies. 82 with a 29-year-old 29-year-olds, 30-year-olds, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Khalees at 42 is not too young for Bill Murray. <sighs> she is not too young for Bill Murray. I mean, Murray. I guess, you know, she, you know, she owns a farm and, you know, she's... Maybe that's something they have in common. I don't know. I'm thinking it's more maybe a business deal. You know what I'm saying? What business? Maybe she's growing his, you know, providing eggs for him from her farm. Oh. You know, thought- or maybe, like, her cows are providing milk for his household. Maybe they're neighbors. I think there's still so many other options to this storyline than to it to be that they're actually dating. But if they weren't dating, would you judge her? Not about judging her. I'm just like, ugh. I'm like, what is this that you're getting from a relationship? Maybe they Especially have a great because personality. I'm sure it has to be personality because he looks seventy two. You know, maybe he has a great personality, and maybe off the Viagra, she's satisfied. I know she likes white men because I think her ex husband was white, yeah. well, non black. So know? it's a type now. Um, I'm just saying, like you know, with him being white, it's not something to be like, oh, because he's white. Like that's you yeah, know, that's part of you know, that's her dating pool too. Um, but. It's, I don't know. It's just even just seeing them together. It's like you know what, like Cher and that Electronica oh, guy. Oh, yeah. She looks good. She looks. Yeah. She looks good. Yeah. And I, I could still, I still could see the attraction. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like even though yes, she's old. She's in her seventies, whatever, and he's in his thirties. Mm-hmm. But they're a good looking couple. Okay. But this two right here. Bill Murray looks aged. This two right here. Bill Murray looks completely aged. Like, it, 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 yeah, no, it, it's not. it don't make no sense. But if so, hey, um, you know, whatever floats your boots, whatever rocks your boots, it is what it is. But yeah, okay. Well, you know, we wish her the best of luck with that relationship. I hope that no matter what it is, I hope she's also equally satisfied because <laughs> it would be weird if she wasn't. 
Um, but let's talk about something a little bit more serious. Let's shift gears here. So recently this week, um, there was a shooting in Florida among some neighbors. Um, the situation that happened is there is a black woman by the name of Ajikat Owens. Ajikat Owens is a single mother of four, and she had been having problems with her neighbor, Suzanne Lawrence. Suzanne has been known to um, harass Ajikat's children, call them niggas, say that they're bothering her do things, take their toys as they're playing. So with this particular situation, what was happening was um, allegedly she took the iPad of the children. Children were probably outside playing, looking and watching the videos, and in her bullying way, she took the iPad from them. IGK did not understand what was going on, so she went to her neighbor to go say, hey, neighbor, Suzanne, why do you have my children's iPad? In Suzanne's panic, fear of blackness, she shot Ajikat through the door. And unfortunately, Ajikat is no longer with us. So this has now become a murder situation. Suzanne was arrested earlier this week. However, she has been let out on bail. Um, you know, we've, we've kind of avoided, we avoid topics like this. Ever since George Floyd, in all honesty, I don't think that we really want to sit here and talk about shootings and who shot who and how did that happen and what happened with that. But I think in this situation, it is important to highlight how um, Florida gets off with this quote-unquote stand-your-ground law. And I think that what it has now just become is another excuse for white people to perpetuate their fear of blackness. Um, and this is just another example of that. To shoot somebody through the door, like y'all having a conversation, and you shoot them through the door, to me, that's just cowardice. Um, it, 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 it speaks a lot to what gun control is in this country. And I really hope that Suzanne goes under the jail. I really do. For me, I want to... I personally don't even agree with the word of due to the panic and fear. Because at this point, it's no longer fear of blackness. It's yeah. hate of blackness. Yeah. You know, because it's like, she bullied these kids, you know what I'm saying? Um, this is not their first encounter with her. So to now say, oh my God, I'm scared of the kids and the mama, while you're the one who is the one, the main one, antagonizing the situation. No, that's not fear. It's the hate that you have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's no longer all oh, this white people. They, they, because this white people, they do the craziest shit. They be jumping up mount down mountains. They be climbing, climbing up to the highest altitude, even though they cannot breathe. There's no oxygen there. Mm. They do all this dead devil stuff. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They go to the most rural areas, deep down in Australia, deep down in whatever. But you scared of black people? That's in the city. That's your neighbor. Yeah. That's your neighbor that you see them every day drive their kids carpool to school every day. Go grocery shopping. You see them as regular folks. You don't see them you don't see them with big guns and they, you know, doing drive by shootings down your neighborhood. Like it's yeah. not that. It's really not that. So it's not fear, but it's just pure hate. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's it's quite ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. It's sad. Like it's like Literally, at this point, it's every month is something. Yeah. It's every month. This is not even the first one that I've heard in this month about some shooting in Florida. Florida, I, I just definitely think that some of these southern states are starting to get a little too free and a little too... Because, you know, it definitely is all that um, federal laws versus 
um, state laws and mm-hmm. all of that. And I just think that when we're talking about some of these states in the South, it's starting to get, like, really crazy. Like, really wild, wild west, unlawful, like, just doing whatever they want. From Texas to Florida. I, I yeah, could, Georgia. I, like, even, like, was it not last month there was a, a black man that was arrested and he was sending the police officer, like, he has a heart condition. He needs to mm-hmm. use his medication. Then they did not allow him to use his medication. And he died. And it's just kind of like... And he died. Damn, police. Like, what? to me, I just don't understand. What's the purpose of the police? The police purpose is not to... What are you serving and protecting? A, yeah, what are you serving and protecting? No, it, it's, it's very sad. And then, you know, her mom was the forefront, the main one talking about it, you know. Um, and then the shooting happened in front of one of her kids. Yeah, one of her kids was right beside her when he, she shot her. And and to me, it's just like, damn, you know, like y'all just don't care about black kids. So it, it's it's so inhumane. It, it it's ridiculous. It's sad. You know, this is a young mom. How old is she? Young mom, thirty like something. Yeah. Young mom with four kids, and just like that, it's over with. Uh, may she rest in peace. You Amen. know, uh, you know, I'm tired of saying may may God. You know, bring them comfort and peace of mind with the kids and all of that. Amen. But I really pray more for justice regarding the situation that she is given life imprisonment. Yeah. You know, not just oh, did something years with uh, possibility of parole. No, life imprisonment. Facts. You decide. You deserve to go. The same. Facts. Come on now, and then you are gonna shoot to kill. Yeah, it's that's a- another thing. People shooting. Okay, I want to shoot somebody because you really feel. Oh my God, threatened. You can shoot shoot them in the arm. Yeah, shooting the to the table, the ankle, but shoot to kill through the door. It's the through the door to me. It's was like, it? Damn. That's not, I read that it was in a park though. It was in, no. It was through the door. Through the door. And to me, I'm just like, damn. Mm. Like you that scared? That's what I'm saying. It's just not scared. Like, just lock it's the hatred. Door. Yeah. You're not, if you could take the iPad, you ain't scared. Yeah. You're not scared. It's 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 hatred. It's hatred. It's hatred. Um, but I want us to move on to lighter things, but still in the subject of like race, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this BT show called What College Hill. It's mm-hmm. like the new version of it. Um, so where they you know gather celebrities and they have them in a home and they have them attend college. And I think they're attending um, ASU for this time. Oh, this one is mm-hmm. ASU. ASU. Um, so they have like Ray J, Jocelyn, Amber Rose. Um, they have um, Omarion's brother. I can't remember Orion. Orion. Um, who else do they have? They have um, New York. She's in, Tiffany. Yeah, Tiffany. She's there. Um, they have um, this guy from Love and Hip Hop, um, Hollywood. Christopher something. He was like the gay guy from it. The Keisha oh. Cole's friend. Anyway, they have quite a few people on there. So now there's a big fight. Which I'm not surprised because Jocelyn is involved. There's a big fight between Jocelyn and Amber Rose. Mm. And basically, um, Jocelyn accused Amber Rose of actually wanting to be a white girl. That she only uses her blackness or claims to be a black girl when um, it's a privilege for her, you know. And Jocelyn also talked from experience like, you know, I'm also mixed. You know, I'm mixed. You know, I'm Spanish and I'm black. You know, but sometimes, you know, people see me as black. Um, <laughs> but then at the end of the day, it became a fight where, you know, Amber was just like, why are you defining me for me? Yeah. You know, I don't need you to define me. You know, long story short, Amber Rose went up to kind of fight. Not kind of, but actually did. She bop, she boobopped her. Yeah, you know. Boop, boop. 
And then Justin was expelled from the school, the program, yeah. the show, whatever. But the conversation is, you know, is I know we talk about this a lot, but it is of race. And, like, this whole one-drop rule and who is black, who can identify as black. And then, actually, with Amber Rose, does she identify as black because her dad is white? Her mother her, is black. Right, and her mother is not full black. Her mother is, like, Cape Verde, those island, you know, ambiguous, mixed-looking mm. people. So not, like, island Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? Not island Haitian type mm-hmm. of black. You know what I'm saying? Even she did mention that her mom didn't even like to be referred to as black too. Mm. You know, um, and you know, also as a Nigerian or as African, you are typically what your father is in our culture. You know what mm. I'm saying? So if your father is Yoruba, you're a Yoruba, Yoruba person compared mm-hmm. to if your mom is Igbo. If yeah. your father is from Ogun State. Oh, your father is from Chicago. You're from Chicago. From Chicago if, yeah. you know, you, you, your father is Christian, you're a Christian. Your father is Muslim. You're Muslims. What yeah. your paternal line is, that's what you go for. Yeah. So for me, I tend to, like, think about, okay, so if her father is white, Damn, she does white. that make her white? Like, obviously, she's mixed race, but I don't know. What are your thoughts regarding this whole thing? I mean, I definitely have a lot of thoughts. I feel like, one, um, we have to make room for biracial people. Yeah. Like this, I, I feel like the one drop rule is anti-black at this point. How is how is? Because isn't the one drop rule more like claiming more people for blackness? Yeah, and I and I just feel like what why? makes it anti-black though? Because to me, it's like why why you can't just accept that the like I think that to to consider the one drop rule is kind of like to accept all forms of for lack of better words, diluted blackness. Mm-hmm. I think that it also kind of distracts people from what blackness looks like. Okay. Because it allows people to have a scapegoat on like, oh, this is also black. Mm-hmm. For example, Amber Rose, uh, Jocelyn Hernandez, both of them have a lot of different mixed things in them. And for them to just propagandize, I'm black, I'm a black woman, I'm black, I'm black, it's just not authentic to me. Okay. Because they have so many things that make them biracial. And I think that we need to hold space for those, for biracial people. Like, being biracial, like, if you're part of your biracialness is black, sure, we accept you. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying don't accept them, but I'm just saying, like, acknowledge their blackness has been, for lack of better words, tainted. And I just want to mention real quick, her father is of Irish and Italian descent, and her mother is of Cape Verdean and maternal Scottish descent. So her mother, even her mother, her mother's mixed. Yeah, and I and I feel like another thing too that bothers me is like Jocelyn, you Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. How the hell is a Puerto Rican officiating blackness? Mm-hmm. I, to me, I feel like that's part of the problem with all this Afro Latina shit because it's like you are Latina and you're Afro Latina, but that does not to me that doesn't necessarily make you black black enough to speak on black things and say like who is black like to me she overstepped her boundaries i think that's again you know my stance has always a little bit been different regarding that because i say like the definition of black in america is always different you know what i'm saying i say and, and i think when you say black you're mainly referring to the american definition of black because i've watched multiple do- documentaries um of Afro-Latinas, yes. you know what I'm saying? And those Afro-Latinas, they're Afro-Latinas that look like you. Like yes. like um, Cameron's ex-girlfriend, Juju. Juju, yeah. She's darker than you. And she's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she's Afro-Latina, and she yes. has 
strong Afro features. You know what I'm saying? And then she made, cons- and she, I think she considered herself a, a black woman. Well, she also said she's Afro Latina. Mm-hmm. So, someone like that, would you say she's not black? Because are you saying black is just mainly just a feature? Or are you saying it's a combination of feature and culture? I'm saying it's a combination of feature and culture. Okay. I think that there's a, like, I'm not saying they're not black. I'm just saying there's a segment of blackness for them. Okay, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't believe that all Afro-Latina, Afro-Latinas experience the same blackness. Of course. As, like, a black like you, me, Kiki So Palmer. with Juju, would you say she may experience the same blackness that we may experience? No, she does not. In what sense? She does not experience the same blackness that we experience because she has features that differentiate her as Afro-Latina. What features differentiate She's dark-skinned, but she has textured hair. She has, like... But they're regular black people that are not... Exactly. That, that have, are like, not that... That are not that Afro-Latina, Afro-Latina, that Latina do have, have mixed texture hair. Yeah. Yes. And they experience a different level of blackness. Okay. So, but I also so feel what like is the Ju- full level of blackness? I do blackness? feel like Juju also has a level of exoticism because it's like, yeah, she experiences Because she speaks black. Spanish. And she's like, yeah, it's like she's, she's a Spanish-speaking black girl. But without knowing you knowing she speaks Spanish, you know what I'm saying? Would you say, oh, this is a black girl? Yeah, I would say like, yeah, she is a black girl. She has black features. She is black. I'm not saying she's not black. I'm saying they have a different blackness. They're segmented mm-hmm. as an Afro-Latina blackness. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the problem. It's like blackness is not a monolith. So it's like when Absolutely. we say blackness, all black is not the same. Of course, of course. Because even African black is not the same. same. Jamaican black, Haitian black is not the same. It's not the same, right? Ethnic black is not the same. So which is why I say a lot of times when we talk about blackness, we remain, we we are a lot of times... Without saying or without even consciously, consciously knowing, we're referring to the American blackness. Not even just that. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that everybody who is not an American black mm-hmm. has to acknowledge where that intersect comes and how it differentiates. Okay, you. so you know what? You just broke it down for the first time. You know what I'm saying? Insane because that differentiates a lot of things. I you feel like saying? everybody got that because I've always said like Afro Latina is different, black is different. I get it, but I'm also giving an example because a lot of times when you say this Af- blackness, blackness, or Afro-Latina is mainly, a lot of times also mainly are running those Afro-Latina that look Afro-Latina, that look like more Latina, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But for me, I'm just wanting us to be very specific, you know, because, again, blackness as a whole is not just one thing. You know what yeah. Saying? Even us Africans, it's not just one thing. But it's important to break it down for people to fully understand um, that it's a different experience across the board, whether you're African, whether you're from the island, or whatever it is, and also how features play a role with that too. Yeah. So on with certain people like Juju, if we didn't know that she speaks Spanish, I could just be able to be like, hey, girl, you my black sister. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, I hear you talk, I hear I'm like, oh, you Afro-Latina, we're a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, oh, our experiences are different. But also, you know, our immediate judgment plays a major role with how we view people as black or not. What we immediately see plays a major role is my point, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes with Jocelyn, some people, if you don't have how talk, you could just say this is a black girl. I would never say that. Okay. I feel like people got to stop all that, too. Y'all Why? Never because see... my mom is lighter no, than Jocelyn. No, but it's not even just pigment. You see that Jocelyn is Latina. Again, again. You can I, see your mom. Your I, mom is again, light-skinned, but you can see your mom is again, black. That's and, and maybe because she's older, but I'm telling you, you see pictures of my mom younger. This woman is petite. She's skinny. She has a small, pointy nose. She doesn't have a thick, full nose. Her hair is curly. And For people, me, and people used to say people used to call her Fulani. I used to think that she's mixed, and she and it's like, oh no, I'm just regular. Here's the thing. For me. No matter how light or dark you are, uh-huh. I can tell if you're black or Latina. 
Well, Storm Reed. Jocelyn Luke. Storm, like, for example, I think Storm Reed is a great example. Storm, Storm Reed, she was in the movie Missing. She okay, played the girl. The, in the, what was that movie she did with Oprah? Mm-hmm. She, that girl. Now, Storm Reed is extremely light. Yeah. But I can tell she's black. Mm-hmm. No matter, like, I can see that she's black. That she has, but she's. But she's mixed up. She's light skin. No, she's not. She's full black. She's just she's light skin. Okay. She's just light skin. And it's just like, I feel like I can tell features from features. And that's something that we got to stop doing. We got to stop acting like just because people show dark skin that we can't tell that there's differentiation in their features. Mm-hmm. People be different looking. Like, you can tell, like, evil people be light skin as hell. Mm-hmm. But you can tell that they're African. You can tell their features are black as hell. You can tell that there's no... There's no, there's no mixture in that. Okay. You can tell the difference between a mixed black person, a black person with white in them, black people, and you can tell Afro-Latinas. To mm-hmm. me, I can see that difference. Like, no matter how, oh, yeah, you black, you you dark-skinned, I can still tell you got Latina in you. Like, I can always tell that somebody I agree, but I don't it. feel like that is for every... I don't think that applies to every single body, though. That's what I'm saying. I feel like some people can be mixed where you'll or can be black where you're like oh she and she could be black and dark skin and still have some like smaller features and i have the thicker the typical thick lips thick nose or whatever and they'd be like well down to my great-grandparents i'm actually black there's different features in blackness i'm not saying exactly. all our features are the same i'm saying i could tell when somebody is not fully black okay okay that's just it. i can always tell when somebody's not fully black okay not saying like black people don't have differentiating features mm-hmm. of course we have different features but i can tell the the difference between an Afro-Latina black person and a and an ethnic black person being Haitian, Jamaican, Niger, African, whatever uh, African race you are, and an African American, like, I could tell the difference. And I feel like we all can. We all just be trying. I to don't be think like, that we all can. The reason why I say because I'm telling you, I've had people without hearing me talk say like, "Oh, I thought you were Jamaican." I've had people think that I'm South African. I'm just like, how? But they I feel like you are ethnic black. I don't. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. Absolutely, like, there's something absolutely. about you that gives ethnic black. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, they know that, yeah, you black, but you're not, you weren't born and raised, your bloodline is not African American. Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. It's like, there's features in people yeah, where yeah, you yeah. could tell the difference in their blackness. Okay. So I want us to go back to the topic with this people. With Jocelyn and... Yes, with Jocelyn and Amber Rose, I feel like that was not... First of all, Jocelyn not black enough to me to be officiating blackness. I think she was definitely feeling herself too much, and she was... It's like... And it was just more of like... You were trying to define this girl and put her in a box. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, quite frankly, yeah, Amber Rose, Amber Rose, but... And, yeah, she's benefited of... Benefited from the black culture, from being associated with Kanye West and whatever, yeah. and everyone that she's dated. Yes, um, but I've not. She's never been like black power. Black is beautiful to the power to the movement. Like that has never been her. You know what I'm saying? She hasn't never never took like a very her movement is slut walk, slut walk, slut walk. I be. It's a sluts movement. Yeah, she's, that is her she's movement. a sex worker movement. It's, it's not of race or whatever, whatever. And that, she actually has been open. Even before this whole situation, I knew about her struggles with race and all of that. Like, she's been open about that, about how parts, some parts of her family do not, you know, accept blackness or want to, be, want to mm. claim that they're black or, have, or even like black people at all, you and know? And to me, even Jocelyn telling her, 
when I see you, I see a black girl. I feel like that's bullshit. You see her as a black girl because you know her with Kanye West and you know exactly. her with Cle- When you see Amber Rose just looking at Amber Rose, you immediately see biracial. Absolutely. You know she's mixed. And I feel like if not because she shaves her hair, if she leaves her hair, you would see. Damn near white girl. White girl. And Period. I feel like she stay with her 10. And we need to also put into consideration the type of makeup. This, you know, industry type of black girl makeup that a lot of celebrities do. Like, she has a certain type of make- makeup that presents more of black girl yeah. than of, like, oh, actual, like, If white. Emma Rose decided she not finna fuck with her blackness and she grew her hair around and all her wigs and she, if she ain't never had her body done, like, we would not know. Okay. <laughs> we would not know the difference. And I think that is unfair. Absolutely. It is unfair for biracial children to not be able to claim their whiteness in black spaces. Exactly. Like, let them claim that. They are half white. They are white. They, they are half white. white. And, it, and it's a fact that it matters. And, it, and it's prevalent. Mm-hmm. It's prevalent. And this is what I mean in, like, features. Like, for us to be trying to act like, oh, because there's a part of you that's black, we just going to ignore every other part of you? No, it's part of it. We sat here and talked about Jackie O. Man, so rest in peace. I didn't know Jackie O was mixed. I, know, I thought Jackie O was a white girl. Oh, no. she's So, no, what? Stuff for me when I see her. I'm like, she but looks when mixed. I, but when I looked at her, when mm-hmm. I looked at her, I was like, oh, you could see she's mixed. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But just, when I just saw, saw skin and blonde, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm a little white girl. But when I actually looked at her, I was like, oh, you see she's mixed. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Even Lolo Woods, who is OBJ's um, baby mama girlfriend, mm-hmm. same with her. She damn near presents as a white girl. But when you really look at her, you're like, oh, I see the blackness yeah. in you. Yeah, yeah. Colin Kaepernick, all these biracial people. It's like Colin. Oh, Colin, yeah. Colin yeah. Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Pat Mahomes, J. Cole, Drake. Mm-hmm. All these biracial people. It's like, yeah, you see the blackness, but but they, you also see the whiteness but you too. See the whiteness. Like if they didn't align with black culture, you would be like, oh shit, what are they? Like, okay. What's another like, white white rapper that actually looks more white? Than Logic. Black? Logic. Yes. Well, Logic do look like a Logic white presenter. So, like, so with that being that he's white present, more white presenting, he can't say the N-word. He sure should not. Because even though he's half and half. Yep. Isn't that unfair, though? No. Why? Because he ain't black enough to say it. But, but Drake can say it. Yep. I think, I, think, I think that's where we also, like, blur the lines, too. It's blurred. It's, it's, come on. And that's the thing, though. Let's admit everything in every aspect. If blurred. we're trying to be fair, let's be fair. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, again, as y'all know, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the N-word. But it's just like, if we're saying some half that we know they're 50-50, you know what I'm saying? And even though their siblings may look more black than, do, than they are, so the siblings can say nigga, but they can't say yeah. nigga. That's some bullshit, man. Is it? Yes, it's some bullshit because that we're negating that they're black no. because because they're also the blackness in them that also allows them to say that they're not black enough just because they're lighter yeah. just because their their hair is yes. that's bullshit that's bogus. Then nobody say they're not black. They're just not black enough. That's bullshit. That's we need, where the point, biracial come in. At, 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 this, at this point, cancel the word. It shouldn't be said. I, you know, like that's the thing. With all the, this conversation with the race is never. It shows just never one way to it. Um, and it's like, who makes the rules to it? You know what I'm saying? Um, as long as you ain't, his, you know, if you're Hispanic, you say nigga. That's why I'm Well, that's when Afro-Latina bullshit come in. Y'all let Afro-Latina say black nigga. Cardi B say nigga, 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 nigga. Right, but uh, uh, someone who's half black cannot say it. If you white presenting, I don't believe Cardi should say nigga. But y'all let is, she more white, is she more Latina presenting? She more Latina presenting to me. 
based on our features or based on her culture? Or based what's... on at both, actually. Okay. Both. Cardi has always presented as a Latina girl to me. That's true. That's true. Cardi absolutely. Has always presented as Latina. It's us that started claiming her as black. No, that's absolutely Cardi, fact. to me, ain't never said she was just full She never black. said I'm a black girl. No, she ain't never said that shit. You see, that's what I'm saying. We be blurring the lines too much. We be one accept this folks and not accept this folks. And I then, be Dr. Umar and with then the one, lines. One folks, and one folk get upset and, you know, then we be like, why are you upset? We can't blame us for feeling upset and not feeling accepted and welcome. At Dr. this point, Umar black people with. have babies with black people. That, that's what affects, just to, this, you know, stop all this confusion. Black people have babies with black people. White people have babies with black people. I'm telling you, <laughs> when they had that brown paper bag, it was kind of fucked up, but they had a method. Damn. They had a method. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't know, but at the end of the day, we accept and love everybody else. You know, if you're biracial, live in your biraciality. Okay, don't let anyone stop you from embracing both sides of your parents. You know, your culture overall. Mm. Yeah, it's just crazy to me that Jocelyn of all motherfuckers was gonna be the one to be telling people who black or not. I know, right? Girl can't even speak fucking English. You're talking about who black. Yeah. Anyway. Let's continue on. <laughs> All right. So, on social media, there was a post about a woman who is a virgin at 123 years old. Mm. And in her virginity, you know, she talks about having hopes that she's going to find the right one. And, you know, when she was asked, like, how you ain't lose your virginity? What happened? Woo, woo, woo. What happened when it was your time? Um, and she, you know, she talked about how her parents tried to set her up, but she never really felt nothing with nobody, so on and so forth. And all I be thinking when I hear this story is how, man, being a good girl really fucked her up. It really did. I'm telling you, I'm reading a book where, I listened to a book, Audible, and the girl was like, being a good girl does not serve anybody and it doesn't serve any woman in the sense of like a man is going to do what he wants to do. Sure you know what I'm saying? A man can be with a Miss Goody Two Shoes mm-hmm. and still fuck a diamond from the Players Club. Uh-huh. Or marry a diamond from the player club, Players Club and have a, you know, and cheat on his wife diamond and have an emotion and have an, Let's you know, Ebony. whichever, strip her in the sense of, I mean, she's. She was a good girl, but she wasn't good enough to not be a stripper. Let's do Ronnie. She was a stripper. Okay? And he was too emotionally cheat with his work wife or, or best friend. That's the, the Miss Goody Two Shoes and favorite, whatever, whatever. Now, part of me feels like she has dementia. Yeah. That she don't remember that she got some dick. Because yeah. I'm like 100. Now, she, you're, not, you're not a nun. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, did she forget that she had some dick and she don't remember she ain't got some dick? Unmemorable ass dick. (laughs) But if that's to be case, it's sad. I think the part that's sad for me is that she's still hoping. Damn, that's supposed to be the good part. I want her to be three years old. (sighs) How missed that she, you know, we hear about older folks getting married at 70s. They meet each other at the nursing home or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, companionship, all that. Obviously, that can happen. You know what I'm saying? You see on Twitter all the time. But 123G, your miss have died. Facts. They're dead. Yeah. They're dead. Who? And then they showed where she sleeps. She's a poor old woman, too. So yeah. it's not like she's a rich old woman, like, okay, maybe she could snag she access a younger guy that may want to date her for her money, quote unquote. She looks like a village woman. She is. She's a poor village woman that is sleeping on a little cot. To me, I just feel like, wow, how did this happen? 
that's sad, you know. And you know what? I think this also. I want to talk about this whole virginity thing too. Like, I'm totally for being a virgin till you get married. I'm totally for being a virgin till you already. To when the time is right. I'm not one of those to be like, girl, just get some dick. No, 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 no. Because I think there's a blessing in remaining a virgin, you know, for the right one, all of that, and keeping yourself. I mean, you, you, you're not going through the headache that one that you your mates will go through with, oh, fucking hella dicks. Because having sex comes with headache. It comes with unnecessary attachments, you know, drama. Oh, my God, he made me feel this. Well, he's fucking this other girl. You know, it comes with things like that, yeah. too. Not always, but typically it does. Yeah. Um, But I think sometimes, no, not sometimes, a lot of the times, especially religion, whether it's Muslim, Christian, whatever, or the type of conserv- conservative family you're from, we put so much emphasis on this virginity, virginity mm-hmm. thing, too, mm-hmm. and not on you as the woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's more about this seal. Your vagina has not been opened. Giving somebody that, that body. You know, it's just about that seal not being opened. But not as you as a woman. You being your best person. You know, your best self. You being, having your best career. Making the best money. Be having the best self-confidence. Being the best friend, whatever. It's not even about that. Mm-hmm. It's more about this vagina that a man would take. And quiet as kept, we don't actually talk about enough how once you hit a certain age... Men will judge you for not having enough sexual experience. Girl. Like all this virginity, virginity. Like men say that shit for for, for fun and stuff. They were like, damn, you why you why's your pussy shit? Why you girl, why are you so tight? Why I've, you so had, like men will tell you. I've that. had someone tell me that why you so stiff. Bitch, because yeah. I've not fucking Because I've, I've never not done, done this shit. So yeah. yes, I'm sorry, I'm just standing straight as a stick, as a cardboard. What but am I like, supposed to do? Men, but like seriously, like men will be like, Oh, I want a freak. I want somebody that's fucked mad mad people. But they like men will never But admit they don't it. want you to fuck mad people. They won't admit it, but that's the type of girls they want. And it's just really be like crazy because it's like you want people to have the experience of fucking a thousand men, but you want a woman who has had no sex with anybody. So it's like I think that especially, yeah, especially as um, African women too, because the woman is African, there is such a a emphasis on like, this who you can fuck. Don't do that. Be a virgin. Be that. This is what a man wants. And it just makes you feel, put you in this fucking box where you feel like you almost are giving yourself to this idea and not loving yourself for you. So at the end of the day, you ladies, enjoy yourself. Facts. You know, if dick is what you want to do to, you know, even the doctor say, sex is healthy. It is healthy and needed for the body. And no, it's not real. me saying any promiscuous shower talk. It is healthy. You need to release. Imagine the type of tense, the tension this lady has. 123 years not of built up tension. tension. Where I'm hoping she's able to masturbate because I'm like. Right, but she might have her clip removed. You know that's a you know that that must played a major role because especially f- back then too women were circumcised too, um, so I'm sure that plays a major role to not even have like a sex drive because even naturally whether you've had sex or not you do get horny you do no, get for curious real, exactly you know and saying? that's what's gonna motivate you to fuck somebody that ain't your man what you mean <laughs> that ain't for your real because it's like if not for Shoot. the fact that you don't have a zero sex drive as some I, I mean unless that's very sad if she's never had a connection with a man. Yeah, and that's something that makes it sad, too. But ladies, please, definitely, if you want to remain virgin, we are not opposed to that. Be virgin as you want. But one thing I can say my father told me, okay? Because mm. my father is the parent that, like, has, like, real conversations between, like, him and my mom. And he was like, a virgin, me being a virgin does not guarantee you a husband. 
you being a hoe does not guarantee a husband. So even yeah. if you're well experienced and you know how to throw it down, you whatever, you whatever, passing, it don't know. guarantee you finna have a man. And you were saying, I'm going to be a virgin and keep my coochie tight. It don't guarantee you finna have a man. So I never like, bitch, if you want to have sex, have it for you. Make sure you satisfied and he make you come. Period. Wow. That's what I am learning. At this era that I'm entering, I'm saying the next time I have a partner, I want fulfillment all the way around. No facts. All the way facts, around. Facts, 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 let facts. me be. Facts. Let me Inside to, us. Me From to, beginning to end. Let me be squatting anyhow. Damn. I'm sorry to say, but let me say it. Wow. Let me be. Come on. No more of like, oh, I'm pretending. I'm trying to. No more. Oh, I'm not talking about anybody specific. Oh. You know, I don't want you guys to put two and two together. <laughs> but I'm just saying in general. <laughs> in general of my experience, I'm just like, you know, as women, we, you know, we do performative sex and all acts we and stuff do like that. We do performative sex. Um, but you know, I'm just like as well, I'm learning. Like, please, Jesus will forgive you. Please, damn, God forgive me for saying this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to I, preach the wrong message. I will say, you know, follow your instincts. I think that listen to your coochie sometimes. Yeah, and, and times where you know we do only have one life to live, one coochie. Evidently, she didn't live a lot of life, and maybe God is waiting for her to have sex before he kill her die. <laughs> She's living a long To boy. be honest, 23. She's living long. She should have just been died a virgin. She living long. God said, she waiting for that dick. So I think God wants her to experience love no, and God. passion. Why are we putting God in this? Because God is involved, baby. To be 123. He okay. To be 123, the Lord is intervening. <laughs> oh. <laughs> May God forgive us. May God allow us to live 123. I just I don't want to live that long. I ain't going to hold you. I don't mind living that long. As long I, as I'm I healthy. Bitch, you, better be, you better be alive. Bitch, that's what I'm saying. You better be alive. All my friends going to be dead. No, we going to be alive. I'm going to go. How many funerals I'm going to go to? 123? I'm saying we are going to be alive. Oh, inshallah. Come on. Why are you speaking inshallah, negative? Inshallah. We're going to be alive. Oh. I think maybe 100 max for me. I'm okay. God, in my 80s, I'm okay. No, 100 max. But I want to be fit 100. But then that... Anyway, why? let's not go there. Anyway, the point you is... You want to be busting it down at 123. Listen. No, but if I'm 123, God, let me have still good sex. Busting down for a 60-year-old man, too. Yeah. Okay. Let my man be 70. <laughs> I'm 123. Cool, girl. Listen, Get y'all. Get that 80-year-old. Enjoy your life, please. I'm going to turn Robert De Niro out. Okay. Um... Right, so speaking of women and, you know, attitudes and vibes and all of that, um, Claire Huxtable, mm. um, Kiki, um, she was in an interview and she mentioned that Claire Huxtable was uppity. Like, she was doing the most. Mm. She was uppity. She was too bougie for my liking. I know you were a big fan of that show or a big fan of that show. What are your thoughts regarding that? I just feel like, to me, it almost feel like, damn, Kiki, did you watch the Huxtable? Did you watch the Cosby show? Okay. Because it's kind of like, there's no way that you've watched the full, like, you really watched the Cosby show, mm-hmm. and you just got uppity from Claire. Because mm-hmm. Claire was giving, Claire was giving class. Facts. She Claire, was giving no yeah, nonsense. like, I literally modeled my entire life off Claire Huxtable. And had I followed my model, I would be living a much better life. Claire Huxtable is the blueprint for, to me, black motherhood, black womanhood. Like, Claire, literally, she was a lawyer. She came from a good home. She went to an HBCU. Like, Claire was just Claire. Like, she was a, like, I think that 
all Claire was was a black mother of class and um, status. And standards. And standards. And uppity, I feel like when we say uppity, it gives insult. Yeah. So I wouldn't say uppity. I would just say um, Claire was a high standard mom. And I think maybe she's trying to say, for lack of better words, bougie. And I feel like Claire reminds me of my mother. Okay, because I was going to say bougie is not a bad word. Bad word. I embrace the word bougie. I consider myself bougie. I'm you bourgeois. know what I'm saying? So it's just like, with you know, what I notice about black people, like if you're black and you make it, like not every black person that makes it is from the hood. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that black person that makes it is they made it from the struggle and not grind. And so like, I'm hella down to, and it doesn't mean, I don't think, I don't see that Clara was not down to earth. She still gave down to earth. She still gave humble. You know what I'm saying? She didn't give like, she didn't give snobbish. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't give that at all, you yeah. know? So I think, you know, again, goes into our definition of blackness and well, you know, Cause we feel like our lines. Because what here? Like, what's the uppity part? Like, her nose was in the air and like, she felt, when I hear uppity, like someone's nose is in the air, they feel like their shit don't stink. I feel like people ain't watching enough black sitcoms. Because when I think of uppity, I definitely think of not even Whitley Gilbert, but Whitley Gilbert's mother. Like, Miss Diane Carroll playing Whitley Gilbert's mother, where it's like, we have a certain class, we vacation here, we can't do, like Whitley Gilbert's mother was like, you cannot wear jeans. Yeah, like, yeah, why yeah, are you yeah, wearing yeah. jeans and you a lady? Like, that's uppity. Yeah. That is uppity. I feel like Claire Huxtable, like, I can't say enough good things about Claire Huxtable. Like, honestly, Miss Claire Huxtable was it. Like, that was it. Like, you can't. I'm trying to figure out who else. Who's comparable? Who? I can't think of any. Nobody. Black mom TV. To that, that is that, that mother right there, she raised the generation. As you so said, it's like that's how, mom, that's how our moms are. You yeah. understand enough class as a woman. You, that the idea you that know? there's certain things that's ladylike. There's certain things that's just have the manners. And the funny thing is, we saying all this, but Claire never said that. Like Claire mm-hmm. literally was just like, have manners, be respectful. Yeah. You know who you talking to. You know what I'm saying face your book. And I think she has so much diction in her speech. Yeah. Like maybe that's part of it that when Claire spoke, she wanted you heard her like, spoke. She wanted like. Get your ass upstairs, Rudy. I'm gonna whoop your ass. She was that wasn't Claire. Mm-hmm. Claire was very much like Rudy. Well, why would you do that, dear? Mm-hmm. Like Claire had a, a effervescence about her that was just like, nah, uppity ain't the right word. I think that Kiki, you exposing yourself. You ain't watched. You ain't watched the Cosby. But that's show. a Chicago and a Ch- and Kiki. Nah, she ain't watched the Cosby show. That's the South Side Chicago and Kiki. That's it's giving Robin. Say. It's giving Robin. Robin who? No, Robbins. Robbins, Illinois. Uh, <laughs> Is that where she's from? Originally. <laughs> she, I'm they, like, Robin Her who? family got a house in um, Homewood, Flossmore now. Bro. Uh, so, they, okay. They in Harvey? Hell no. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, basically. Yeah, uh-uh. All right, let's keep it going. Let's talk about, since we're on this TV realm, let's talk about what is going on on Love and Marriage Huntsville. So, for those of y'all that do not watch this level of reality TV, get you a cable account and watch some own because this love and marriage franchise be having me in a chokehold. Recently, what we're talking about is we're continuing with this drama with Martel and his wife, Melody. Martel has moved on and is now dating Real Housewife Sheree Whit- 
Hatfield. And on the recent episode, what we saw was Martel um, had an event and he had charade at the event. And uh, another castmate, Tiffany, decided to question Sheree. And her questioning of Sheree, it became very rude, very invasive. Things she was saying, things like, Do you think that you got good enough pussy to keep Martel from cheating, from on, cheating you? on you? What brought y'all together? Have you How does to it feel to a cheater? Just a lot of things. It's like, Why are you asking all these questions? Um, Martel checked her. Mm-hmm. He had a conversation with her. And soon after, Tiffany's husband came out the woodworks and was like, you know, instead of you having a conversation with her, you should have the conversation with me, man to man. Now, me and Erica, we not married. <laughs> you know, so maybe, you know, maybe this is where our married followers could chime in, mm-hmm. add your two cents. But what we've noticed is that on a lot of these shows, when something happens, especially with between um, the opposite genders, there's a lot of conversation of my man, my man, my man. Don't talk to me. Talk to my husband. You know, why would you talk to my wife? You're supposed to talk to me. Why would you talk to my husband? You're supposed to talk to me. All type of different um, gatekeeping in terms of speaking to the spouse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think the conversation I want to ask is like, in a situation where maybe your your spouse did something to offend somebody of the opposite gender, do you feel like they should come to you first? Like if a woman... So if my husband, husband offended you, yes. should you go to my husband or should you come to me? Me and you is a little different. It is a little bit different. But okay, let's talk about that real quick. If my husband offended you, would you go to him or would you come to me? The goal is me and your husband, we're family, we're like we're brothers and sisters too. Of course, but we offend each other. Um, so I would feel that because we're also family, I would love to have a real a relationship with your husband where he tell me like, Diamond, you blew me. And I tell him like You blew me too. You blew me too. Okay. Um, I would love that relationship. Depending on what it is, mm-hmm. for the most part, you know, maybe there's some things if I felt like I don't know depending on what it is, maybe I might come to you first. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I would hope we had our own relationship Mm -hmm. for me to be able to talk Mm -hmm. to him. Mm -hmm. I pray, you know, it's it's (laughs) given. I know, right? You know, it's like, especially with this reality TV shows, it just seems like the, let's say, the woman is the main one you start in the drama. Especially with this Tiffany and Martel stuff. You're the one, Tiffany, you're going to my woman and saying all this nonsense to her. And then me and Tiffany, we're in the same friend group. Okay. You know, along with your husband. And obviously, if you notice, her husband isn't really in, in the show for this season. Low-key he not. really not. He, he really, really not. not. Um, so it's just like, we have a scene together. I'm going to bring it up. Now, in the manner which I bring it up is the question. Yeah. Now, so if I'm being aggressive with you, yeah. I'm in your face. I'm yeah. talking to you like a man, like... Yo, man, what's up? You know what I mean? How men talk to like, each other. Like, you want to fight me? That's, that's a difference, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. you, as a grown woman, as we like to say, grown woman, equality, all that kind of stuff, okay? You want to have a conversation regarding my woman, regarding my life relationship as a man. I am going to come back and talk to you regarding oh, what yeah. you said. No, I am. I'm, I am. Come yeah. on now. Yeah. I don't have to run to your... Because you are your own woman, so should I have to run to your husband? 
Now, of course, yeah. it depends on the situation. It depends on how severe, how aggressive the situation may be. Where I'm like, you know what? I may need to talk to your husband because I can't really, you know, I may have to check your husband because I can't really check you with this situation. You know what I'm saying? But no, I, I, I don't think Martel was wrong for talking to Tiffany directly because you are the one who talked from your mouth. So let me address you. Yeah, like, no, guys, I'll take us out of it. Okay. We have friends who are married, mm-hmm. friends with husbands. Um, Let's say one of your friend's husbands... Pick any one of them in your mind. Let's say he offended you. Would you bring it to their wife, the the person who, Yikes. especially because like you know technically what? you really don't know their husband for real, for real. Yeah, they just you know they your friend husband. Yeah, would you bring it to your friend like yo, you know I was doing this, your husband kind of said this and it offended me, uh. or would you tell them like yes, bros, I'm letting you know we're not we're not close like that, but in order for us to build our own relationship. You know that, what? That was too far. I, you know, and that's something I'm learning. I've someone told me I'm myself that you know I tend to hold things in and wait till last minute to say things. So I'm learning that it depends on the situation. So if it's a situation where like I'm learning that depending on the situation, I should say right there and then. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like that. Yeah. Like don't talk to me like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not cool. Yeah. And if I feel the need to like still mention it to his wife, I will mention it to his wife mm. and be like. Your husband said this. I didn't like that. I did tell him that I didn't like that, but I'm just also letting you know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't repeat itself or just, you know how people may be. He may go and tell his wife another story. True. You know what I'm saying? So I'll mention it again, you know? But definitely now when you take us out of it, it does definitely make it awkward because I, I am definitely picturing somebody in my head mm-hmm. um, that I'm just like, ah, do I feel comfortable? How, how would that conversation go? I feel more comfortable just going to my girlfriend and saying like, Girl, I ain't gonna lie. I don't like what your husband did. And mm-hmm. that's your man, so talk to your man because I don't want to disrespect your man. Okay? Because if he was your man, I would check him in a different way. Right. You know what I'm saying? But with this Tiffany situation, they're a friend group. They're all a friend group. They're all a friend group. They're more of a friend group than Tiffany's husband in the friend group. You know what I'm saying? So they're all a friend group. So that's a different story. So if I think about my other group of friends where we're a friend group, that even those are also like a mar- you know, marriage or whatever, mm-hmm. I would be like, ah, uh-uh, come on now. I don't like that. Even in front of his wife. And does that work? Is that just a thing of gender? Because, like, if you have... Let's say it's the other way around. Like, we, we have male friends that we're tied with, and we know them, and then their girlfriends are brought into the group. So what if it's the same thing? Like, their girlfriends offended you. Do you speak to the men first because those are your friends? That, that's a very good question. That's a very good question. Um, I think typically I'm more delicate with women. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, no, honestly, I don't be going as hard as I would with men compared to women. Um, so I probably would. Again, I think I would apply the same. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think I'll apply the same um measure too like mm-hmm. depending on the situation i could be like girl damn you coming at me i was just joking mm-hmm. calm down i could be like okay is there a problem i could put us aside is there a problem yeah you know what i'm saying i'm actually feel more comfortable because she's a woman to actually say let me pull her to the side mm-hmm. compared okay. to pulling the a male counterpart to the, to the side you know what i'm saying so i think i'm a few more comfortable but again it doesn't negate the fact that i may still tell my friend hey your babe offended me yes I think I, I think it's safe to kind of mention it to both. Yeah. Just to, I mean, like, not to, not to create drama, but, again, we are not married, so maybe we don't really know what it's like. But, you know, sometimes with married couples, things can be wishy-washy. People yeah. talk what happened, then it's a different story. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, so then I'm definitely, exactly. So I'm definitely learning, like, just to put it all on the table, respectfully, of course, you know, just because someone comes at you certain way doesn't mean you have to go in hard as hell. You know what I'm saying? So your approach is what matter, matters. But with couples, it's like one minute they're good, one minute they're bad, one minute they're turning against you, you yeah. know? So I think it may Especially be safe. with couples. I think it may be safe to, like, depending on the situation, if it's something small. That you can easily check whether it's the way they talk to you or maybe they may be a little bit dismissive or whatever. You know, you can maybe whatever, you know, handle it right there and then. But I don't know, man. What about you? What would you do? I mean, I feel like me, I'm a little bit more liberal. There's some things that's like, um, you know, people wouldn't say is becoming but for me i'm definitely gonna talk to people directly and i may follow up depending on the person mm-hmm. with them about what happened but i'm always gonna say something to the person mm-hmm. who i feel like i have an issue with mm-hmm. regardless no matter what i'm gonna say something to that person now i may say something to you to offset it but you know that's depending here or there yeah I'm always going to say something to the person. Though. I don't give a damn. I think for me, that's, I feel like a lot of times women hide behind behind this thing of like, oh, I'm a woman. Don't talk to me a certain way, which I do agree. Males should not talk to, you know, females a certain way. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But if you are the woman causing the, tra- the, the, the drama, you know what I'm saying? If you're the one being provocative, you're the one provoking the situation, and you're being, you're trying to go hard to a man, and you don't expect him to, you still expect him to be like, okay, young lady, ma'am, okay. miss, whatever. You're delusional. You're delusional. Because whether you're a man or a woman, you're com- coming at me crazy, I'm going to be like, I'm going to respond accordingly. Thanks. Now, if he's trying to attack you, you know, uh, physically or maybe a certain way verbally, but then I could get that. But just like, if you go in on him saying, you a hoe, you a cheater, you nigga, and you think he's just going to be quiet? No. That's unfair. No. Just because that, that's you abusing your privilege. Men definitely have rights, and we got to stop acting like men don't have rights. They do have rights. Okay. So they can tell you about yourself, too. But, yeah, to me, I'm just like, I, I also think that married people be trying to use the covet of marriage too much in situations that it don't even matter if you marry. Mm-hmm. I agree. But, yeah, girl, that's pretty much it. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we have already brought ourselves to some of our favorite segments. Mm-hmm. The first segment is um, our Olodo of the Week. So before we get into that, let's drop that drop. An Olodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata, woo! So, my Olodo of the Week goes to Zion Williamson. Now, Zion Williamson, for those of you that don't know, is a basketball player. He plays for the New Orleans Pelicans as of now. And a lot of you may know him mostly for his undergrad career at, I believe it was Duke. Now, Zion Williamson was a fan favorite. When we first met Zion Williamson, we all had high hopes of what he was going to bring to the NBA. But right now, all we're talking about is where he is putting his thang thang at and the women it's affecting. This week, Zion Williamson went viral for posting his gender reveal slash baby shower with um, a woman. That Mm. woman's name is still undisclosed, 
the woman um, and him look like they are going to have a baby girl. They showed all these pictures. It was beautiful. But soon after that, porn star Mariah Mills came out and testified that she felt that Zion Williamson was trying to play her because they had their own intimate story situations where she felt like, damn, if you was going to do all this, you could have told me because they had a deep enough relationship for him evidently to tell the truth. Long story short, this happened, that happened, it all happened. And now we're sitting here looking at Zion Williamson continue to play boo-boo the fool. <laughs> and it's just crazy because at the end of the day, you are a basketball player, sir. So what that means is you got to be a little bit more careful with the women you insert in, a little bit more careful with the people you entertain and Zion Williamson because you do not know how to keep your pants in your, I mean, your thing in your pants, and you do not know how to choose the right people to impregnate. You're being a whore. You're being a man whore. You're being a little too excited about having money in your pockets. We're going to go ahead and call you a Lodo of the Week. Dirty slut. Dirty Ridic- slut. <laughs> Ridiculous. Come on now. Ridiculous. And then both the women are porn stars and they're going back and forth. It's, it's they're ridiculous. giving sex details. Like, last night you were just spitting in my mouth while you were having sex with me. You was choking me. You were just telling me to move to New Orleans with you. And she showed the screenshots, too, of the, the conversation via Snapchat of what, you know, he wanted and all of that. So now you're going to choose that you're going to impregnate a, a common prostitute. Okay. Girl. Somebody. Mm-mm. Trash. This is your, your dirty laundry out in the public. Y'all be careful out here. Let's go to our next favorite segment, which is the care for the culture. The care for the culture goes to Ice Cube, basically because Ice Cube's big three mm-hmm. is officially recognized as the first black-owned sports league in America. The team officially, um, the league officially consists of twelve teams, whose roster include both former NBA players and international players. Okay. Um, and this started in 2017. Um, this is amazing. This is great. You know that, and I like that this pr- provide opportunities for former NBA players, international players, like for those who can did not make the NBA team. Uh-huh. It does mean you're not a great basketball player. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or just because um, your NBA um, career ended earlier, sure, yeah. it doesn't mean you cannot still be, you know, still have your career too. Facts. Especially it being black-owned as well. Facts. Black-owned sports, that is super major. So shout-out to him for doing this. He did say that he does want to expand the league to 16 teams to create a big cup. That's something. Um, and he definitely does have a partner, too. So he is the co-founder of the of the Big Three team, along with Jeff Quatinez, um, who was named the president of the team as well. So this is amazing. This is a, an amazing thing. This is good. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Ice Cube. Okay. Um, any final thoughts? No, I think that's it for me. Final message, word, whatever. I mean, peace, love, and chicken grease. (laughs) I would just say be black and proud. That's all I could say. Say it loud. Be black and proud. Be black and we proud. And just accept who you are. If you're biracial, multiracial, multilingual, whatever the case may be, accept who you are and stand in it. You know, Period. with pride. Do not let anyone define you or put you in a box. Period. And this is Cross Culture. Cross Culture.
who was a dumbass. Stupid. Makes me <laughs>